Welcome to today's session. We do not have a lot of time today. This is just gonna be a bonus clip. I think the world needs to hear what true professionals have to say and not these propped up propaganda artists and spin doctors that we've been dealing with lately. Because the bottom line is there are a lot of people dying and they all have the shots. There are thousands of vaccinated people dying and they all got the shots. I'm gonna say it again. There are thousands upon thousands of vaccinated people dying and they all got the shots. We have a report out of California where they noticed according to their graphic and their research tools that the most cases of coronavirus are breaking out where there is the highest amount of vaccination. However, where there are the lowest amounts of vaccination, the virus is fading away. The cases have dropped exponentially and are dropping by the day. There is no other way to say it. The more you're vaccinated, the more you're spreading it. Period. Now, this is a bonus clip. Tonight, we're not going in any particular order. But we're just gonna listen to a couple of sound bites. And then in the next show, we will be going through some very detailed information. The first thing we must understand is that television is a weapon of mass deception. You are to stay alert and critically analyze all broadcasts. I'll say it one more time. Danger, danger, danger. Television or tell lies to your vision is a weapon of mass deception. It is a weapon of mass deception. It is an apparatus to disseminate carefully crafted deception. Stay alert and critically analyze all broadcasts. Now, one of my students at Roche Diagnostics in Germany very distinguished student of mine. She worked in IT. She was a data architect. She was from Ukraine, from Ukraine. And she specifically told me when we were discussing how you can, we were discussing what took place during the Chernobyl catastrophe when radiation when there was a nuclear reactor meltdown and radiation got all out into the environment and due to the large amount of cesium-137 that had escaped 
When it rained, the rain came down yellow. The rain came down yellow. You want to know what the news media told the people in Ukraine, in Kiev, in Pripyat? It was Pripyat to be exact. You want to know what they told those people? The news media told the people, oh, it's, it's just bee pollen. It's bee pollen. Don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. The yellow rain is as a result of high amounts of bee pollen. No, it was radioactive cesium-137. And the news media was told on purpose to say that it was bee pollen so that the people would not be alarmed. Meanwhile, all those people, guess what? Most of them are dead now. And the ones who are not dead wishes that they were dead because they are totally dismantled and incommunicably sick from radiation poisoning and radiation illness. Their government told them that the, the cesium-137 was bee pollen. Their government told them that the yellow rain that their children was running around dancing in, in little piles and puddles, having fun and playing, they told them it was bee pollen. Those children are dead now. Those children died shortly after. And the ones who survived and tried to live a normal life, they gave birth to deformed children. Because the media is deceptive. Because they don't know how to tell the truth. And people continually keep on believing and believing and believing and believing the lies that are spat in their face. Well, that's on you. So I'm going to say it again. To my student, Christina, can't give out a full name. Thank you for that pertinent information and for confirming what I already knew. She feared that she wouldn't make it because she was a child when it happened. And she was afraid of what might happen to her children because she was there when the accident took place. She was a child. So the people of Ukraine know that they cannot trust the news media. I don't care how much garbage we talk about. All the goodness. There is no goodness in these people's hearts. Because of brainless, spineless people just doing their job, that's the reason why things went so smoothly in Nazi Germany. That's why the gas chambers were built. That's why the concentration lagers, the concentration camps were built. And they told the people, oh, we're just going to take you into the concentration. We're just going to take you into the gas chamber and give you a shower. But really, they were taking them in there to gas them. It's always the opposite of what you're being told. And unfortunately, yes, we just have 
generations upon generations who just don't comprehend. It's not, it sounds so simple. Well, those who don't study history and don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. It's a little bit deeper than that. But it's correct. There is, it's like Dr. McCullough said, there is a spell of darkness and witchcraft over all the doctors in this country and around the world, even though Europe has made a lot of noise. A lot of experts in Europe have made noise. They've said what they had to say. They put it out there. But because all of the news media agents, agencies around the world have agreed that they're going to only put forward one message. Anything that is negative concerning the vaccines and the administration of the vaccines and the side effects of the vaccines and the efficacy of the vaccines and the possible damages and death that will follow the vaccine, all that stuff is not allowed to be spoken about. They agreed in December 2020. That the only information that can be trusted is the information that comes from trusted news sources. And those trusted news sources are the sources that are ran by the social engineers, the programmers, and the controllers. And no, we're not talking about some average conspiracy theory here. We're talking about black and white in writing. Plans and operations that are being ran right now. Don't expect to hear anything true from the news at all. Because you're not going to get anything true from the news. When people start dropping like flies around you, when there's mass death everywhere, when there's Guillain-Barre, and when there's prions, and when there's all types of cytokine storms and autoimmune diseases and people's bodies attacking themselves and just, you know, minor, minor viruses and bacterial infections wiping them out all of a sudden, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Anyway, like I said, we're not going in any particular order tonight. This is a freestyle session. This is a bonus episode. I'm going to let Biden, with his lying, discredited, illegitimate self, say some things to you. The, the various shots that people are getting now cover that they're they're you're okay you're not going to you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations now every time joe biden said that you're not going to have covid because you've had these vaccinations every time he said that we have news sources and news articles synchronized with his statement of all the breakthrough cases of double vaccinated double dosed recipients 
We even have a list of those who were doubly vaccinated, fully vaccinated, who are dead now. They're dead. They're gone. They died with COVID. But they had both shots. Now, how is it that the so-called head of the country, illegitimately, is going to tell everybody, hey, we're getting ready to do a campaign. We're, we're getting ready to initiate a program where we're going to quell or we're going to silence misinformation and disinformation. We're going to silence it. And then he comes out and operates as a disseminator of misinformation and disinformation himself. Let's hear him again. The various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. You're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. You're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. You're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Well, there you have it. A zombified liar. Now we have the CDC that just came out and is telling you, hey, you're vaccinated, put your mask back on. Now we're going to segue into a different piece where we're going to listen to a panel of doctors and experts explain what they are seeing in many of their patients. Now that the vaccines have been out for almost seven months and people who didn't formerly have the vaccine but now have the vaccine can be analyzed and tested and researched, we now have more information on what types of effects this experimental gene therapy has on the biological system. Now I'm gonna let these doctors tell you what they have found and what, what conclusions they have come to and what the test and research reveals concerning the impact on the human body. What damages the spike protein causes. Many shows ago, I went through specifically and explained specifically and elucidated the fact that the spike protein is 100% cytotoxic and destructive to the equilibrium of the body. And I also made it clear that the Food and Drug Administration is aware of this fact which is the reason why they did not authorize it from the gate. They just gave it emergency use authorization. While the companies also remove their liability from your damage so that when you become damaged, which you definitely, there's not one person who accepted the shot that got away unscathed. Not one. People believe because they didn't die, they're okay. 
But what you don't know is what's going on inside of your body once you've walked away from that needle. Now that we know for a fact that the proprietary blend of messenger RNA doesn't stay in the arm, 25% of it stays in the arm and the other 75% roams all over the entire body. Now that we know this, that is an absolute colossal disaster for whoever accepted that shot, even if it wasn't spreading all over the body and going into the brain and going into the heart and going into the legs and going into the arms and going into the breast and going into the goat, uh, congregating around the gonads and the testes and the ovaries. Even if it wasn't doing all that, it's still destructive to the equilibrium of your body. It's a reverse engineered, supposedly therapy of a bioweapon, which means no matter how you cut it, slice it, dice it, it's still a bioweapon. But now it's a bioweapon that's supposed to be used in order to help you deal with the original bioweapon. But that's not what's going to happen. And that's not what is happening. And by the way, all these things that we're hearing in the media, of it has flip-flopped now. Now the vaccinated have to put a mask back on their face and they also have to go back to socially distancing again. Why? Because they're spreading the virus. They have the virus. They're carrying the virus. Even with the vaccine. The vaccine is producing the spike protein within your own cells. You are a walking viral factory. Bottom line, straight to the point. The spike protein is going places in your body that it never was supposed to. At least according to the normal, na the, the, the original, the first narrative. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to do that, but that's precisely what it's doing. So they should have been halted the administration of these shots because these shots are medicalized suicide. Simple as that. Anyway, let us get into the clip. We're not going to be long tonight. This is a bonus clip. Just want you to get some information from some of the global experts on the subject and not from people like Biden, Saki and discredited murderous Fauci. You spoke to a potential mechanism of action of the injury. And you mentioned to me the use of a D-dimer test, which we all know what it's for, but we're going to have to explain a little bit. Could you please speak to this a little bit and give the relevant context and introduction, please? Because I think this is really groundbreaking and important. Now, before we get deeper into the clip, we have Dr. Chris Milburn, Dr. Sam Dabe, Dr. Francis Christian, Dr. Charles Hoff, 
John Carpe Esquire, and also Dr. Roger Hodgkinson. So we have lawyers, we have doctors, all in this panel getting ready to explain what these medical apparat apparatuses are revealing after having done analysis and research and broke down the data and extracted the data and now he's getting ready to explain in great detail what has been gathered so let us continue let us i'm gonna go back and let it start from the beginning again so that nothing is missed let us begin again oak to a potential mechanism of action of the injury and you mentioned to me the use of a d-dimer test which we all know what is for but we're gonna have to explain a little bit could you please speak to this a little bit and give the relevant context and introduction please because i think this is really groundbreaking and important Yes, yeah, thank you. So, so, so one of the, the key things that really bothered me when I started to see vaccine, serious vaccine injuries in my own patients is that I had no idea what the mechanism of injury was. And therefore, as their doctor, I had no idea how to treat it. Because, you know, as their family doctor, um, I, I needed, they would come to me for help and I needed to help them. And I, and I was clueless. I mean, this was, this is an experiment. Um, and, and I was aware that there was literally um, what we call iatrogenic disease, a medically induced disease being produced by this vaccine. And so, so I had asked this in my open letter to Dr. Bonnie Henry, our provincial health officer, what is the mechanism, mechanism of injury and how do I treat this as these people's doctor? And of course, nobody knew. And, and the, the vaccine manufacturers had told us that the, the, the COVID spike protein does not go intravenous. It stays in the arm. The antibodies um, to, the, to the spike protein are produced in the arm. Um, and that's what we have been found. But scientists now, and, and Dr. Brody has actually very clearly revealed this, that only 25% of the vaccine actually stays in the arm. And the rest of it, so these vaccines are, are, a, are a, a, a vast number of little messenger RNA strands. The Moderna vaccine has 40 trillion messenger RNA molecules per vaccine dose, 40 trillion. So, 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 so these are wrapped in a little lipid capsule. The lipid capsule is to enable them to be absorbed into the cells. So this is injected into the person's arm in their deltoid muscle of the shoulder. From there, as I mentioned, only 25% actually stays there. The rest is taken up, collected through the lymphatic system and fed into the general circulation. And so it circulates around the entire body. And, and I think every doctor knows that absorption from the the circulation occurs in capillary networks because that's where the blood slows right down. It's going through tiny, tiny vessels. So, so, so these little nanocapsules containing these trillions of, of messenger RNA 
um, molecules are absorbed into the lining around the capillaries, what medically we call the vascular endothelium. So, so these little cap, these little packages are absorbed into the, the, the cells around the vessels. They, the packages open. The, the body recognizes these messenger RNA strands um, as as a gene and gets to work making COVID spike proteins. So in a virus, those COVID spike proteins form part of the viral capsule. But the problem is they're not in a virus. They're in they're in the cells around blood vessels. So as a result, they become part of the cell wall of that cell. So normally the cells that surround your blood vessels have to be very, very smooth to enable good and, 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 and unimpeded flow of blood. But as soon as you've got all these little spike proteins that become part of the, the cell wall, it's now a rough surface. It's gonna be like a very coarse sandpaper. It's, it's now what the platelets are gonna interpret, interpret as a damaged vessel. It's, it's no longer smooth, it's rough. So clotting is inevitable because the platelets that come down that vessel are gonna hit a rough spot and assume this must be a damaged vessel, this vessel needs to be blocked to stop the bleeding. That's how our clotting works. So, 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 so clots are, According, because of this and because of the nature of this, clots are inevitable because of these, um, these spike proteins in the capillary networks. So I set out to then try and prove this. It, could this theory be correct? And, and so the problem is these little clots in the capillary networks are microscopic and they are scattered. So they're not going to show on any scan. They're just too small and too scattered. It's not like the big clots that cause strokes or heart attacks. Um, they're too small and they're too scattered. So how on earth can we know if the person clotted? And the only way is with a blood test called a D-dimer. So the D-dimer is a blood test that, is, that will show up a recent clot. It won't show up an old clot, it shows up a new clot. And it doesn't tell you where the clot is, it just tells you that the clotting mechanism has been activated. So I have now been uh, recruiting patients from my practice, people that have come into my office and others that have, that have heard me speak about this and have asked people to do this D-dimer within one week of their COVID shot. And so far, and the study is ongoing, these are preliminary results, so far I've got 62% positive elevated D-dimer, which means that the blood clots are not rare. That's what the, 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 the so-called experts keep telling us, the clots are rare, the big ones are rare, but the small ones are clearly happening in the majority of people, 62%. Now, I'll tell you what the real concern with this is, is that a clotted vessel is permanently damaged. That vessel never, ever goes back to normal. So if this theory is correct, which it really looks like by these D-dimer results, and I'm told it has been done in Australia and it's been done in the UK, and they also found elevated D-dimers. Um, and they, they, they sort of discarded the information because they said there's no clinical evidence of clots. Well, the clinical the, the reading is because they're microscopic and they're scattered. And so you're not going to see clinical evidence. But, but, but in fact, all of the frequent side effects of, of, of the of the shock, which are headache, nausea, dizziness, fatigue, could 
all be signs of cerebral thrombosis on a on a on a capillary level. I mean, those literally you could be having thousands and thousands of tiny, tiny little clots in your brain that won't show on a scan, but they will give you those exact symptoms. So, so the concern is, I have now got six people in my medical practice. That, that cannot exert themselves the way they used to be. What, what medically we call reduced effort tolerance. Six people who, who now get out of breath doing things that they could previously do without any problem. So I believe that these people blocked up thousands and thousands of capillaries in their lungs in these six people. So I believe these people now have permanently damaged lungs because they have got... I mean, and that's why they get out of breath. I have one fellow that used to walk two miles to my office every week for a, a shot for his arthritis. And he says after a quarter of a mile, he's done. In other words, his effort tolerance is reduced to one eighth of what it used to be. And, and so I've sent some of these people for chest x-rays and, and CT scans to see what it shows. And all it shows is, is distorted architecture. The, the, what the radiologists re, re, report is, describe as increased reticulation. It's a very non-specific thing. And it's because it's microscopic. It, it's just, but, but, but the concern is because these vessels are now permanently damaged in a person's lungs, when the heart tries to the heart tries to pump blood through all those damaged vessels, there's increased resistance trying to pump the blood through those lungs. So those people are going to develop something called pulmonary artery hypertension, high blood pressure in their lungs. And the concern with that is that those people will probably all develop right-sided heart failure within three years and die because they now have increased vascular resistance through their lungs and, and, and lung tissue and heart tissue and, and brain and spinal tissue and all of that does not regenerate. In other tissues, it can regenerate liver and kidneys and muscle and other, but there are some tissues that cannot. And, and, and so this, is, this absolutely explains what I've seen in my patients and that's what I'm doing to prove it and my study is Would on. you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. If and when the vaccine comes, it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. You've got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see. So there's consensus. This is a safe vaccine. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if it was completely transparent that other experts in the country could look at it. Only if we knew all of what went into it. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. But if Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking See. it. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard the doctor explain that a medical Armageddon at a microscopic level has began on a cellular level, on a molecular level, a medical Armageddon is beginning to unfold. That is the fact. 
To those who have an ear to hear, let them hear. To those who can't comprehend, oh well. Like Yeshua said, I have to kick the dust off my feet and continue to move on to those who do have an ear to hear. Now that was a panel of six to seven medical experts who don't agree with the bought experts. The experts that are paid to tell you a lie. People are developing all these issues. Just heard another story today. Fact. Lady gets the vaccine. Her body totally malfunctions. They've had to amputate both of her legs and next week they have to amputate her hands because the circulation has been disturbed to the point that her limbs begin to die rapidly right after the shot this is going to be an ugly situation that's all I can tell you Go back and play this recording 10 times. Now, what is it they say? Concerning what you can extract psychologically when listening to something or watching something. In psychology, they teach us that one cannot extract all the details and data from a thing until they've at least watched it and heard it 17 times every time you will notice something that you missed the first time the second time the third time the fourth time the fifth time you can go back and watch movies years later and you will discover details that you never discovered the first three times you watched it that's a fact So feel free to go back, listen to what the experts have said. I understand 100% crystal clear what they're saying. And I read over 300 different medical journals about all of these things. I'm still trying to figure out, figure out how to incorporate some of these medical journals into the podcast. And I think the way I'm going to have to do it is just address the abstracts. Because it is absolutely too technical to break them all down. So I'll just have to go through two or three abstracts and leave it at that. And people, if they want to look deeper, anyone who's trained to do research, they definitely can do it. They can take the title, look it up, go into Science Direct, go into the database, go into, let's see, what's another database that we use? Okay, I thought I had it written down. You can go to PubMed, you can go to NIH, you can go all, there's all different types, but there's literally a hundred databases where you can do research based on topics, keywords, and there's a plethora of papers around what we've discovered concerning SARS-CoV-2 and different treatments. So, As I said, this is a bonus clip. We're not going in any particular order this evening. 
wanted to definitely have the doctors express their concern and what they're seeing in their patients and what is going to become an explosion in the very near future of medical agony in torment because people did not understand what they were getting themselves into by accepting these experimental gene therapies. Let's see what Jen Psaki has to say when she's asked a question about giving the number of how many COVID-19 breakthrough cases amongst the vaccinated in the White House. We want to know how many people it is because we know it's a lot, but the White House is trying to be quiet about the number. Why are you hiding the number? If it's good, if it's low, you know, two, three people, then why not tell us that? Jen Psaki, why not tell us that? No, the reason why they are tight-lipped about it and won't tell you anything about it is because the numbers are so unbelievable that it would shatter their psychological spell that they put over the nation. It would shatter the idea that the vaccines help you when clearly they don't. So let's hear what she has to say. General population. They're vaccinated here in the White House Medical Unit for the most part. Go ahead. I'll call it Kelly. I'm sorry. I'll come to you next. Two questions. One, this administration has long claimed that you're trying to get the most transparent history. If that's the case, why won't you just release the number of breakthrough cases that you've had of vaccinated staffers? Well, I think first we're in a very different place than we were six to seven months ago as it relates to the virus. Uh, and as many medical experts have said inside and outside of the government, uh, those who are vaccinated are protected from serious illness. Most are asymptomatic if they are individuals who are vaccinated who get the virus uh, and uh, you know we are in a different place uh, in terms of the impact of individuals who may have as you said breakthrough cases but why not just provide the number are you trying to hide something no but what is the why do you need to have that information case of transparency the interest of public knowing understand having a better understanding of how the breakthrough cases work here in the white house well first there are uh, the cdc tracks and let me give you this information too the cdc tracks across the country uh, of course hospitalizations and deaths as we have seen they also do a great deal of tracking in cohorts um, and uh, ensure that so let me give you a little more information on this uh, which i think uh I don't know if it, hopefully it's, it's of interest. Um, so the way that, because people have asked this before, so the way the CDC is actively tra tracking breakthrough cases, there are tens of thousands of people across the country, of course, uh, who are in what we are, what they call cohort studies, which the CDC is actively monitoring. For example, the CDC has a long-term care facility study where it is getting data from more than 14,000 long-term care facilities. CDC has a healthcare worker study where they monitor vaccinated healthcare workers who got tested, who get tested with PCR tests every single week and CDC also collects what they call yeah. passive surveillance which is where hospitals provide CDC with data when they identify someone sorry Jen the CDC is abandoning PCR testing in December of 2021 why because it does not determine whether or not you have COVID it is not effective in determining that it never was the founder and creator and maker of that platform already let you know that it's a joke 
what the CDC is putting out, what they've been putting out from day one. It's already been announced, Jen Psaki. The CDC already has changed their position on using PCR testing. So everything you just said has been obliterated. It's no longer valid and it never was valid in the beginning. Period. You're just talking a bunch of rubbish right now, as you guys always do. Now let's go back and let you finish your empty, worthless, good-for-nothing speech and statements that we know is a crock of bull crap. Hospitals provide CDC with data when they identify someone who is hospitalized but has been vaccinated. So there's a range of means our public health officials are tracking across the country, uh, across D.C., across uh, any individuals here um, about who is uh, vaccinated, who is getting the virus, getting hospitalized. Hopefully not. It remains a small percentage. How do we know who has the virus? You don't have a test that actually can determine the difference between COVID-19 and influenza. We do not have a mechanism or apparatus, testing apparatus, that is reliable, 100% accurate in determining whether you even have COVID or not, or the difference between COVID-19 and influenza. Now that the criteria for influenza has meshed into what it is, the criteria to have COVID, how do we know the difference? And because we don't no longer keep track of the 60,000, and in some cases it says 39,000, which is roughly 40,000 people that die every single year for the past 10 years in a row from influenza, since we're not keeping track of those dead people, we know who's truly dying from COVID and who's simply dying from the influenza flu that they've been dying from for the past 10 years. 60,000 per year. Mrs. Saki, not only are you a flip-flop, the woman in charge of the CDC has just flip-flopped too. Everybody's just flipping, flopping, and flapping these days. Fauci's flipping, flopping, and flapping these days. All of you are discredited. All of you should be silenced. Not censored, silenced. Anyway, Jinsaki, continue on with your rambling. Percentage. And following up on the question about specific procedures you can tell us that are being put in place to ensure these conversations remain, as you say, not about the sales. Will he get ethics training? Will he have to report afterwards about the conversations? Jensaki offered us nothing. She offered us nothing there. So, we're coming towards the end of this, but before we do, why don't we throw in there Don Lemon and Mr. Cuomo's brother discussing that 
If you don't get the vaccine, you shouldn't have the right to go shopping for food anymore. You should just starve and die. You don't get the vaccine, you shouldn't be allowed in the supermarket no more. You don't get the vaccine, well, you shouldn't have a right to exist in society no more. You don't get the experimental vaccine, then you should be, like I said in the previous show, demonized. And before we can even go a full week, the demonization has manifested on CNN. Here, let, let Communist News Network, here we go. Um, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people are not going to agree with this, but uh, don't get the vaccine, you can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine, can't go to work. You don't have the vaccine, can't come here, no shirt, no shoes, no service. That's where I think we should be right now, because we continue to waste our breath on people who are just not going to change their you know circular logic they just keep going back and saying well it's my freedom it's whatever i'm free well your kid's not free to give other kids meningitis in schools you gotta take a vaccine to do that you gotta take vaccines to get in order to get to be employed so uh, what is the big deal and all these people are saying i don't want to put this stuff in my body they're out Drinking on the weekend and putting other substances in their bodies, that's way worse for them than a vaccine. So, come on, let's be real. Yeah, look, there are people who have health exceptions. I think they're the very pronounced minority. There you go, you've heard it. Mark of the beast spirit emerging. Mark of the beast spirit emerging. Antichrist spirit emerging. The rise of a scientific dictatorship. And as I said, look, the news media is being used as a psychological tool and weapon and apparatus to spin and weave spells of magic over the minds of the weak. This moron has said, if you don't accept, if you don't accept a COVID-19 vaccine, you shouldn't be allowed in the supermarket. Is COVID-19 that serious? Is COVID-19 more serious than HIV? Is it more serious than malaria? Is it more serious than Ebola? Is it more serious than fentanyl? Is it more serious than the opioid crisis? Is it more serious than the cognitive destruction that is taking over the land amongst the children? Is it more important than that? No, it's not. Sorry, you still got a flu killing 60,000 people every year. Do something about that. I don't see you stopping people with the flu from going to the market. I don't see you stopping people with the flu from going to a football game. I don't see you acting like a monkey over that. Yeah, when you strip away all this garbage, you can clearly see this whole entire operation is about something else. Something else is going on and you better believe depopulation is all over it. Depopulation is all over it. 
depopulation is all over it. Don't nobody care about your health. If these people cared about your health, they will be handing out vitamin C to everyone freely. But no, what they're getting ready to do is make vitamin C be considered as a drug and make you have to go through the stress of getting a prescription from your doctor in order to get access to vitamin C to fortify your immune system. Now, if that's not demonic, then I don't know what is. But unfortunately, that is the case in the European Union. It was becoming that way right before I stepped away. Even though I'm supposed to be going back as well, but I don't know. In the European Union, they've made it that if you want anything over 200 milligrams of vitamin C, you have to get a pres prescription from a doctor to get it. And we already know that vitamin C doesn't even have any type of real impact within the body until you've at least taken more than one gram. 1,000 milligrams. Anything less than 1,000 milligrams is doing nothing for you. That's a fact. Clinically proven. So they want to make it so that you can only get an amount of vitamin C that they know has no impact on the immune system positively. So that you can stay sickly and weak and depending on drugs. Drugs. Anyway, before we get out of here this evening, because this concludes tonight's program. We had some people who were, after they got the shot, they clearly were able to stick magnets to the site of injection. Something magnetic took place in their bodies in relation to the, the vaccine that they got, the injection, the inoculation, the impfum. For my German friends, the impfum that they received. And we know that there's a company in Berlin called Chemicell that works on magnetic nanotech cellular biology. We know that we have self-assembling nanobots, even one of the companies that I taught at called Octopharma in Heidelberg, Germany. Back in 2016, we were discussing building nanomachines within the red blood cell that can literally literally patch and fix a blood cell from within. But we also talked about the nefarious alternative that these nanobots could also enter into the red cells and deconstruct them, break them down and become pathogenic to the body. It can be used as a biological weapon. Of course, technology is a double-edged sword. You can use electromagnetism for communication systems, but you can also use electromagnetism as a weapon to dismantle and wipe out your enemy. 
microwave technology. As a matter of fact, the origins of the microwave is a weapon. Not to cook your daggone eggs and warm up your water for your tea. No, that technology emerged from the production of a weapon. And the microwave still is a weapon. And it dismantles and destroys the salubrious effects of your food. That's a fact, once again. In closing, we have a small special clip concerning magnetic vaccines. Magnetic vaccines. Until next time, Shalom Aleikum. Fortify your immune system and be sure to stay alert. Here's our last clip for today. Till next time, Shalom Aleikum. It's back. In an old video from 1995, a theology professor named Pierre Gilbert warned of mandatory vaccines that would turn recipients into zombies. He speaks in French, so I will translate. In the biological destruction, there are the organized tempests on the magnetic fields. What will follow is the contamination of the bloodstreams of mankind, creating intentional infections. This will be enforced via laws that will make vaccination mandatory. And these vaccines will make possible to control people. The vaccines will have liquid crystals that will become hosted in the brain cells, which will become micro-receivers of electromagnetic fields, where waves of very low frequencies will be sent. And through these low-frequency waves, people will be unable to think. You'll be turned into a zombie. Don't think of this as a hypothesis. This has been done. Think of Rwanda. There isn't much information I could find about Pierre Gilbert, but what he said 26 years ago certainly rings true today. In 2016, The Guardian published genetically engineered magnetoprotein remotely controls brain and behavior. Here we can see zebrafish larvae that have been injected with magneto being manipulated with magnetic fields. In March of 2020, Defense One published an article on how hydrogel biosensors are ready to be injected into people's bodies, funded by DARPA and Bill Gates. If you search magnetic nanoparticles, you will find several articles and videos explaining the so-called benefits of this invasive technology that can control parts of the human body via external frequencies. Livestock needs to be branded and tracked. And the enslavement of humanity is voluntary. Which is why the so-called vaccines are voluntary. And sadly, there seems to be millions of people eagerly lining up to be state property. 
for ReeseReport.com. This is Greg Reese.